Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. Well, in our study of the Divine Liturgy, we're still in the anaphora, because the anaphora is a really important thing. And in both John Chrysostom and Basil, we see this long litany of things that happen in salvation history, especially in the liturgy of St. Basil, which we celebrated today, beginning with the creation of mankind, he goes to the fall, he goes to the, expels Adam and Eve from the garden, returns us to the earth from which we came. He goes through the prophets. He goes through the saints from every age that do great things through the Lord, etc., etc., etc. And in both John Chrysostom and Basil the Great, in the middle of this long list of things that God has done, the priest cries out and says, he took bread in his holy, pure, and blameless hands, and giving thanks and blessing, he hallowed and broke it, and gave it to his holy disciples and apostles, saying, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you for the remission of sins. And the people respond, Amen. And then he says, Likewise, after partaking of the supper, he took the cup, saying, Drink of this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. And again, the people respond with amen. And if we remember amen, it's a statement which says, let it be so. It is a statement of hope, a statement of agreement that yes, these things are for our consumption, for the forgiveness of sins. And on this, the Sunday in which we remember St. Mary of Egypt, this is particularly important because Mary of Egypt is held up by the church today, not only as a great saint, but also as a great sinner because she was a harlot. Even more so, she was an addict. She would fornicate just because that's what she needed to do. And she went with and followed a train of pilgrims as they went to the Holy Land, trying to seduce people, these pilgrims, these people trying to go for holy things and seduce them away from holy thoughts and holy things. St. Mary of Egypt and people like her, that's you and I, by the way, you and me, we're sinners, just like Mary of Egypt is a sinner. We may, especially in modern American society, think of her as an exemplar of what it means to be a sinner, but all of us are equally sinful because according to the church, there is no such thing as a sin that is greater than another sin. All of the sins equally remove us from the presence of God, whether that be a simple lie or murder. Both remove us from the presence of God. So both are equally bad. And so therefore, even though we might think of her as this great sinner, her sins are no greater than our own. 
And she, of course, went to the Holy Land during September, during the celebration of the elevation of the Holy Cross. And when, out of curiosity, she tried to enter the church wherein the Holy Cross was, she was barred by an invisible force. And looking upon her namesake, the Theotokos, she begged for mercy. She begged for forgiveness. And these declarations in the middle of the anaphorah by the church, in remembrance of that last supper that Christ had with his disciples, declares that this moment where Mary comes to her senses and asks for forgiveness is the entire reason that Christ became a human being so that sinners just like us might turn towards God and ask for forgiveness and receive it. That invisible force disappeared and she was able to enter the church and venerate the true cross. And with this holy revelation, she realized that she needed a lifetime of repentance to overcome her sin. And so she left for the desert and she prayed and she prayed and she prayed some more. And then finally, after 47 years, Zosimus, wandering through the wilderness, comes upon her and beholds her floating in the air in the middle of prayer, realizing that this is a holy person. She, he did not see her as a harlot. He did not see her as this exemplar of sin. He saw her as we are all intended to see each other, as holy as embraced by God, because he has embraced us. The very same humanity that clothed Mary of Egypt, that clothes us, clothes our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the one thing that this holy woman desired above all else was to be able to partake of the holy body and blood of Christ, to follow this command of Christ, to take and eat to drink of this. So Zosimus promised to bring her communion. And when she finally accomplished this great task of having God himself enter into her, so that like her namesake, the Theotokos, she would have Christ himself indwell in her, her life was complete. We remember Mary, and we remember the Last Supper, to remind ourselves, whoever we are, wherever we come from, whatever we've done, whatever great sin that we believe we have committed, it can be forgiven. And it is the desire of Christ to forgive that sin. It is his desire that we turn around, as Mary of Egypt turned around, to reorder our lives so that we are focused upon him, instead of the things of the world, so that we may hear these words, take, eat, drink of this, and to come forward and to receive his body and his blood for the forgiveness of sin. Because again, sin is the separation of humanity from God and all of the things that we do that widen that gap. There's one thing in this world above all others 
that closes that gap and makes it disappear. And that is to partake of Christ himself. So that in that moment where we partake, all sin has been eradicated because creator and creature have been united as one. Sin in that moment does not exist. So today we remember, it doesn't matter if we are sinners. It doesn't matter what sins we have committed. It doesn't matter who we are or where we're from. God wants all of us to turn around, behold him, draw near to him, and allow him to wipe the slate clean by forgiving all of it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever, and to the ages of ages.